Welcome to the Visualize You show. I'm your host, Beth Hewitt, and each week on the show, we'll talk about how you can live, love, and visualize the life and business of your dreams. I'll bring you interviews with inspirational people who have taken that path already so that you can learn the practical skills that will help you to do the same. Let me help you to recognize your self-worth, honor your skills, and become confident being who you are always supposed to be. Now let's get on with the show. everybody, welcome back to episode 119 of the Visualize You Show. My name is Beth Hewitt, I'm the host of the Visualize You Show and in today's episode, this is part two of a two-part episode with my friend Eliana Barasco. If you haven't listened to episode one, go check that out first, it's the one right before this one. And in this interview, I talk with Ellie about her journey to remembering who she was after spending so much time conforming to fit in and trying to feel normal in the world. Now, as a little girl, the world to Ellie was a wonderful playground where she would talk to trees, talk to the animals and other beings from other dimensions. But because of social conditioning and because of bullying, Ellie had parked her gifts and started to conform to society for years and years. But the pressure from conforming built up so much so that in 2012, Ellie became really ill. Now, before I share a little bit more about Ellie, I just want to point out that there are some references to depression and suicidal thoughts in this episode. And I just wanted to point that out in case that was a trigger for anybody. We don't go into too much detail around this, but just that there are some subtle references in relation to Ellie's story and how she was feeling at a certain point in her life. Now, after several months, Ellie had an awakening when her spirit guides came to her in the form of light frequencies and she gradually started to reconnect to her true self, learning to integrate her intuitive abilities back into her life. Ellie is on a life mission to help people work with their physical body to amplify their life force by removing detrimental energies and stresses that block the clockwise cycle of creation in the field of perception. Ellie, like me, believes that anything is possible and that the future you desire is just one intuitive choice away. So at that point, there was already my intuitive voice that was saying, believe in yourself, believe in that power that you just ignited within you. Because those that's all the exercises do. They just ignite the spark within you, that power that is within you, that life force energy that is within you to transform anything you want. And then I carried on doing the exercise and I still couldn't get to the root cause because my arm was getting better. So I was typing on my laptop. I was doing my housework and I thought this is all great, but I still want to get to the root cause of it. So I kept doing the exercises. I went to see my doctor and I said, look, I know I've seen all specialists, but I really want to get to the root cause of it. I'm not happy with just hearing you're one of the cases. Yeah. So the guy sends me to see as another specialist for arms and muscles and bones and get a few scans done, same as four months ago, five months ago. But I'm going to send you to a physiotherapist. Mm-hmm. I go to the physiotherapist the next week. She looks at me. She looks at my postures. And she said something that I will never forget. She said, oh, your shoulder blade is pointing forward. Your right hip is moving that way. Your side of the body is shorter to the right than it is to the left. 
and and she tells me everything that she saw based on the posture based on how mm-hmm. I was moving and then she basically wrote down some exercises that I had to do for the next two weeks and she said I'll see you in the next two weeks and then she said I think we may have found the cause of your DVT mm-hmm. and that was it I knew then that I was connected to my younger girl, to the self in that younger girl, in the young girl that I was, very intuitive, very imaginative. And I knew that everything was in my power. And then obviously with the exercises, everything started flowing again, because fundamentally, most of the specialists were saying, oh, you you must have a blood issue. Maybe it's in your family. Do you know of anyone in your family with stroke, with heart problems, Mm -hmm. with blood problems? And obviously I went searching and asking everybody and everybody was saying, not really, no, not particularly. So I found out that it wasn't a blood issue de per se, but it was a posture because of all the- Like out of alignment out of alignment Mm -hmm. with myself, all the unresolved trauma, all the unresolved conflicts that I placed in different parts of the body, in the different Mm -hmm. organs within my body. And then that caused this misalignment that became this DVT. So for me, it was a complete breakthrough. And then within a space of three months, three to four months, I went back to the gym again. Obviously, I didn't go doing any competitions, but I went back to the gym. I started speaking to personal trainers who actually helped me out with, again, alignment with different exercises because I wanted to get back in shape gradually and slowly. And that was it. And then I started studying with my mentors and the people that became some of my very best friends and the rest of history. Did you ever go back to the work that you were doing before or did you go back into doing what you wanted to do instead? I didn't right away. I stayed in that space for the next five years Mm -hmm. but in parallel I started training so I used every chance that I could to douse on my body to douse my reality to actually change my reality field and the field of everything and everyone else around me so I trained solidly with all of my mentors and teachers while work but it's obvious for me now that when I went back to work I was a completely different person everybody felt it yeah, because everybody, they were used to seeing someone that was always afraid to speak up, always afraid to being assertive in a good way. Yeah. And they saw a new me and nobody expected to see someone like me. They were saying, oh, my God, you're just reborn. You're better self. And I remember one of the sales ladies says, said to me when I came back, you're like a totally different person. Mm-hmm. You, you are. I don't know what happened to you, but whatever happened to you it must have been good. <laughs> and I said yes what? and no it's like, yeah. it was a painful hard lesson but I became a totally different person and to the point that when I resigned from my work to focus on my full-time mm-hmm. to become a full-time intuitive coach everybody was crying when I left because again they became like my family and I built wonderful relationships there many of them are my friends to date yeah. so yeah that's wonderful that's really good so if you had I know it's not it's difficult to do out of these long journeys that we're on but if you could identify a life lesson that you'd want to share with the listeners today either at your lowest or your highest point on that discovery journey what would you say that was and why listen to that voice within you Mm -hmm. don't turn away from that voice and don't be afraid to deal with your fears or your worries 
last week I was ripping the carpet off the in, in my hallway uh-huh. of the wood floor because I've been in the property now. I bought my property in May 2013, so nine years ago exactly. But I've always been very hesitant to do some work because I thought, God knows what critters and what monsters <laughs> and are going to jump off that wood floor. They're going to come and crawl all over my skin. So last week I decided to do it. I thought, that's it. It's now or never. And I was surprised to see the condition of the wood floor. It was great. Obviously, you have stains of old paint and wear and tear, but it's beautiful. And it's the original wood floor. And it feels solid. It feels stable. It feels very warm. It feels like a solid platform to walk on. And then I thought, this is how we are. Underneath all the muck, underneath Mm. all of that trauma, underneath all of those worries or the expectations that we put on ourselves these limiting beliefs there's a part inside of us who's there to shine who's stable and is stable in love stable in focus stable in calmness it's a platform it's a stable platform on which we can build our new reality mm-hmm. and it's always there even though we see layers of layers of fear But don't be afraid to tap into the fear because underneath all the fear, you will be pleasantly surprised to find yourself, which is always there. It's never going to go away. It's your very best friend and it wants to support you. It's your inner self, your life force energy that wants to guide you, wants to support you, wants to offer its help to you. And it's absolutely beautiful. For anybody that doesn't know or feels like they don't know how to trust their intuition or what their intuition sounds like or feels like to them, what would you say if there was just a starting point for somebody who's just delving into being more intuitive this time? Intuition is, I call it that inner voice, Mm -hmm. that inner guidance that just pops up. And when you hear the message, you just know it's right. Mm -hmm. And it feels so right. It feels so aligned to the way you feel, especially if you ask that question, should I trust a person or should I hire that builder or that builder to do that renovation work? I'm not really not sure. Should I take that phone call from that recruitment agency or shall I wait for, for me to make an appointment with another one? Yeah. And when you get the call, when you start the conversation, when you get the message from that person or those groups of people, you get that sensation, you get that inner knowing that it feels really right to you. It feels so aligned to who you are. And again, there is no right or wrong because we're all different. So again, my right or wrong is different from your right or wrong, any of the listeners right or wrong. Yeah, It's all about different stages of perceptions. So this is what I would say is intuition, which isn't your mind because the mind is helpful because the mind is will play you back everything that happened to you, including your fears, your apprehensions about things, about your life. So it's not to be underestimated. And it can help you because every time you're presented with a situation, the mind will jump in and say, yeah, you can do it, but don't forget you have this limitation and this limitation. And the list goes on and on. But there's a voice inside you that says, trust me, you are better than that limitation and that limitation. I think that part where... You want to, you hear your intuition, it feels good, it lights you up when you think about following that thread. But then the rational mind comes in and say, like you say, 
but how but let's be practical and rational but how is that actually going to happen and it's that tipping point part where people go okay I need to put my sensible pants on rather than let's just pull on this thread a little bit more and see what's possible I think that's the bit where people maybe they can hear their intuition but they're still not taking that leap of faith on what is at the other side of that have you got any tips around that or is it just literally we have to take a leap of faith on ourselves sometime and just see what's the worst that could happen I'm gonna say the magic word (laughs) And I know people will think, oh, here we go. (laughs) Practice. And I speak from personal experience and the experience of my clients. It all comes with practice because the more you connect to that inner voice with practice, right, with focused exercises, the louder the voice gets. And it becomes easier to decode when it's your mind or somebody else's mind speaking to you. Because when you have thoughts, especially thoughts that make you feel small, like you don't matter or you're not good enough, they could be your thoughts, but it could be somebody else's, Mm -hmm. right? Because we are the product of ourselves plus everybody else that has shaped us into who we are. But the more you practice, the more that voice gets louder. And the contrast between the mind speaking to you and your inner voice speaking to you becomes more and more obvious. It comes with practice and dedication to actually letting the inner voice boom in every area of your life. It doesn't matter whether you're doing housework. It doesn't matter whether you're doing renovation work or when you're doing a job interview or when you're, I don't know, making a new person. I think the other thing that comes with practice of listening and following that is when you actually take the action. Because, and I can't remember, I was thinking the other day, I can't remember a time when, I followed my intuition and it's turned out bad. But when you take, especially when it's a big monumental leap of faith, where rationally it seems like a really crazy thing to do. When you do that, it's almost like you're building up not just the practice muscles of leaning into the intuition, but also you're building up the the outcome kind of experiences. So you can say, okay, I've already done this once and it worked out okay. And the more times you do that. And I also think if you are in, a relationship or you're surrounded with people maybe your family's not as supportive you can actually say it worked out last time or how many times have I done this and it's always been okay and that's hard the first time but the more you do that not only are you reinforcing that for yourself but also for the people around you and actually you taking that leap of faith on yourself might also allow other people to see that they can do that too hey listener How would you like to spend a whole 30 days with me learning how to bring more positivity into your life? In the 30-day gratitude journey experience, you remember who you are, you recognize your superpowers, identify your zone of genius, and create a vision for your life and business that you'll be so excited to make a reality. To find out more, head to bethhewitt.com forward slash gratitude. So it's an interesting topic, I think, and we just need to do we need to do more of it. Don't we? we need to be practicing it every day. It is, as you said, it's like flexing muscles. If you have never done any physical exercise and all of a sudden you say, okay, I'm going to do yoga. So obviously your intuition is pushing you to do yoga because mm-hmm. whatever it is about the information field of yoga is attracting you to that form of exercise. So you do yoga, but at that point in time, you don't yet have an idea of which yoga teacher 
you're going to connect with yeah. because you're not at that level yet. So you go to a yoga class and it's at that point that you think, yeah, it's good, but there's something else or someone else that I think is going to be more aligned. Mm-hmm. And that's how your journey is going to evolve. So you start doing more readings on the internet or you start connecting to more of the other yogis that you met in the class. And that's how you start branching out. And that's mm-hmm. when you start fully connecting intuitively, the best yoga teacher, the exercises that feel more aligned to you, even the space that feels more aligned to you, because that's when you start choosing whether to practice yoga at home in your living room or your bedroom or your mm-hmm. study room, wherever it is. So it comes in different stages. If you're, if you're learning to become a healer, if you connect intuitively to, let's say, other beings, why would you want to connect to an ascended master when you're just learning how to tap into your intuition? You don't need an ascended master. You just need a guide that says, okay, this is your mind. This is your intuition. You need to learn the baby steps. So if you're learning baby steps, why would you want to have a sprinter teach you mm-hmm. how to sprint? Mm-hmm when you're still learning how to walk. And again, it's an evolution, right? It's mm-hmm. it, step by step. So this journey that you have been on, and you said like when you were a child, you were into your nature and you were talking to yourself. But did you do you feel like there was something that was always calling you, even when you were working and you were doing all the things with the other, your friends and tried to keep up with and conforming to all of that? Was there something always calling you all always when you start to look back on kind of the journey that you've been on? Yeah, but looking back, I always turned away from it. I always mm-hmm. made the point to turn away from it because that wasn't giving me the comfort that I was getting. Well, that I thought that I was getting Yeah, by staying with those groups of people, by mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. in there work environment by being in that sports environment because even though I love sports I love martial arts but in fairness that particular sports club where I went for years was the space that I had attracted and unfortunately it wasn't a very good space it was a space where people will backstab each other very competitive and not in a good way there's nothing wrong with competition by the way there's I believe that there is healthy competition and not so healthy I always made a point of turning away from that inner voice. Yeah. But I always saw that inner voice. And when I think of my younger self going through the year of high school, university, and then work, workplace, I do remember hearing that voice. Yeah. And against all my better judgment, I do remember the number of times that I turned away from it. And I replaced that with that's what I should do because X, Y, Z people told me that this is what I should do. And that's what they expect me to do mm-hmm. because otherwise I wouldn't look good. I wouldn't be seen in a certain way. I wouldn't be accepted. I would lose my status or whatever status, whatever imaginary status I had thought for myself at that point. So it was always there. I can see now it was always there, but I made a conscious decision of turning away. That's why I've come to believe firmly yeah. that we do make conscious or even subconscious decisions of mm-hmm what energies to welcome in our field of perception and what not to. Yeah, and I was the same. So I was very intuitive as a child and I was into meditation and oracle cards and scripting and all of that and visualization when I was little. But like you say, you conform, you do what your friends say, or especially I think in your 20s as well, that's the part where you're just on this ladder or if you're ambitious, 
I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to get to here. And that's when you totally lose that connection with the playfulness, the child in us that already knows. We can learn so much from our younger selves. And it's a shame that I think most people will go through that in some form of conformity. It's interesting that you always feel like you had that call in there when you look back. Hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it, when we look back? Because I, that's how I feel as well. So we all have these skills and experiences that we have amassed across our journey. So I like to call them superpowers. But what would you say one of your main superpowers is? My main superpower is, is to connect and expand to the life force energy within mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and to make it work for me. I call it the life force energy because over the years I realized that powerful energy source, that inexhaustible energy source that is within us. Mm-hmm. It's within you, it's within me, it's within our friends and family, it's in animals, it's in plants, it's in every single living being in the cosmos. And it has a unique signature for each one of us. So none of it is like another. You have your unique life force energy signature. And that's the beauty of powering it up. That when it's fully powered up, that's when you start seeing things in a completely different light. Because again, you start, you connect with your body, which mm-hmm. is your primary perception of reality. And then you connect with the outer field of reality, which is everything that you see here or touch around you. And that's when you start seeing what is detrimental for you and what is beneficial for you. Mm-hmm. But you start doing it in a way that it just feels more and more natural because again, your intuition is working alongside you again. You're not forgetting about it. You're not competing with it or anyone else. You start working with that sensations, those sensations that feel just right for you. And then you keep on building more and more. That is really my superpower. And again, I extend it to everything you do in life, in the objects I surround myself with, in mm-hmm. the space that I surround myself with, the events that I connect with, the people that I connect with. And again, it's not about perfection. This has nothing to do with being perfect, okay? Because again, we are human beings. I'm human, (laughs) same as everyone else. Mm -hmm. But it's about accepting that we are here to have an experience in this body and to really understand how we can maximize the life force energy for ourselves to have the most beautiful journey in our lives and maximize our experiences out of our lives and the life of others as well, because... Once you get into a space where your life force energy is fully powered up, when you feel really connected to your inner self, your most beautiful, your most creative self, everybody else around you is going to benefit as well. Yeah. Because again, it's contagious. It is really contagious. When I started on this journey years ago, I saw how other people reacted around me. People were different in a workspace, people in my life family members I managed to reconnect my family members because obviously when I started training I started with a myself and b Mm -hmm. my closest family members and then I moved on to friends and partner and everybody else but I saw how they changed again and I come from a typical Italian family of very feisty women right because feisty and Italian go hand in hand but Mm -hmm. my family is especially feisty and the women in my family are especially feisty so they will kick off with their feisty attitude with nothing, really. Mm-hmm. And they will stop talking to one another for days or months <laughs> at a time. Yeah. 
And I managed to change that. Yeah. And that was beautiful. After seeing years of sort of separation and feuds that started, God knows when, they don't even remember where they started or, or how they started. It was great to see that everybody was happy to be back in harmony and forget about the past and be together in the now. That's wonderful. Um, That's amazing superpower that you have and to be able to teach other people to do that as well. So you, for our listeners that don't know, you've recently been a guest expert inside the Visualize and Thrive Business Club and you did two kind of meditation visualization exercises for us and incredibly powerful trainings that you did with us it was great to do those with you it's a real gift and skill that you have let's just talk about you as an entrepreneur just for a second then so I always ask this question around how you as an entrepreneur you will have a platform of choice where you maybe share the work that you do and you connect with your kind of ideal clients what is that for you and where do you hang out online so I mainly hang out on Facebook and Instagram and obviously I have my website with all the, where I list all my, all my services, all the programs and, and programs and masterclasses that I run. But Facebook is my main platform and I'm pretty much there every day. <laughs> it's just become a second nature really to be on Facebook. So anyone that wants to connect with me, you'll find me there. I've just did a live Facebook live actually just explaining who I am and what I do and how I can help people overcome trauma and fear. So you're very welcome to have a look at that live because I, I like to remind people, especially newcomers to, to my space, to my world, who I yeah. am. Because again, Facebook is a very good platform to connect with people, but again, many people are very busy. So you can't yeah. be expected to for them to know well, everything that you do and who you are. I think that's a really important point is that because I used to hang out mostly on Facebook as well. I never really gelled with Instagram, although I do post like a podcast episode there as well. But I think we forget as entrepreneurs that we have to repeat our story, who we are, what we do, what our services are, and not to be afraid to do another. We might have done a Facebook Live in the past about that, but we can do it again because there are so many people that can see the work that we do. I think some people think it's a one-touch thing and then we have to move on and find some other content <laughs> to talk about but actually we need to be repeating our stories and we need to be sharing the wins and all of the stuff that we're doing so I'm glad that you raised that point so I suppose as a, as a child you were you could see the future so you obviously can visualize and you've got that superpower as well so what do you visualize for your future and your business and career what's coming up next for you so at the moment, I'm doing one-to-one -one sessions and one-to-one -one programs. The future is going to be one-to-many because when I started on this journey, and again, because of the nature of my business, I like to connect on a one-to-one -one basis because again, people come to me with all sorts of problems or issues. Mm -hmm. So they feel more comfortable in talking to me one-to-one. -one. And it's it makes sense because some of the issues are very personal and they may not want to share with other people on a Zoom call, for instance, or on a platform where you have multiple listeners. But the idea of teaching how to boost your life force energy is something that I can share with multiple listeners and multiple students at the same time, because mm -hmm. there are some core techniques, some core abilities that we all have and we cannot use together. In, in a group environment to actually boost all together. There, there is nothing like the power of the collective. Individually, we're really powerful, but collectively we are 10 times more powerful. Yeah. 
And so we add our voice to the collective consciousness mm-hmm. as well, while helping the collective consciousness evolve. So that's my plan for the future. I have a platform. It's looking to be a membership, although not quite there yet, to sort of bring it together. But it looks like it's going to be a place, a safe space for people to interact, to chat, to share ideas, and obviously to have a regular connection with me on a weekly basis and potentially have guest experts as well that are aligned with the work that I do where mm-hmm. we can share constantly ideas and tips on how to boost their life force energy and build their intuitive abilities because it's all around being more intuitive expanding your clairvoyance and expanding your consciousness wow it sounds like a wonderful place to be so do keep me up to date with that membership and actually when you're talking about that collective consciousness so when you came into my space in the visualize and thrive business club and we did that together and we were all doing that as a group activity it did feel more powerful I think because we were all having these shared very different experiences but as we were sharing those stories it becomes even more powerful as that collective what an amazing space that you are going to be creating so where can people find you online you can find me on my website which is lightfrequencies.co.uk light frequencies is the name of my company but Mm -hmm. it's also the name of my guides and the techniques that i use or you can find me on facebook as well and that's eliana barosco easy and instagram as well eliana light frequencies I shall pop all of those links in the show notes so people can easily find them. So thank you so much for being a guest on the Visualize You show. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening to the Visualize You show. If you enjoyed this episode, then why not subscribe wherever you get your podcasts? And if you would like to be with a chance to win 12 months access to the Visualize and Thrive Business Club Lounge, then simply tag me and the show anywhere you like on your social media. Simply use the hashtag VisualizeYouShow. And if you catch my eye, then you could be sitting in the lounge next month. So until next time, remember to visualize you.